Hey, so welcome to the first episode of Digital Church Talk It, The Journey. Uh, my name is Peter Murden and I'm with my business partner, Josh, and we're here. There we go. So um, we have been running Digital Church Talk It for just under 18 months, but this week marks a start of an era. Um, I moved home, uh, living in my parents' house for the first time in nearly 10 years, and um, we've gone full-time. This is it. This is our full-time gig, full-time hustle. Uh, I think I've done 12-hour days every day. And, um, and so we thought this would be a great moment to um, start just documenting the journey of Digital Church Toolkit and whatever comes of it. And so um, every week we're going to ask ourselves five questions. What's been a success of the week? What's been the challenge of the week? What are we reading? What are we listening to? And what have we learned? And uh, we hope that it somewhat documents whatever happens over the next couple of years. But we also hope that it inspires, equips, informs you in whatever you're trying to do in life. Come on, nail that intro. That's that's got us ready to go. Wow, I literally didn't even think about that. That was that, yeah, that was, was that was Holy Spirit inspired. Let's go. Okay, Josh, what has been your success of the week? I mean, I think the fact that we are here, sitting down, recording a podcast together. Uh, I mean, me, I'm like, this is a huge success. Like we've spoken about true. it. It's been one of the things that was on like the radar for us to kind of we're like, let's do this at some point. But now it's now it's a reality and it's just a case of that's true you know when you when you actually put it into, put it into actually what we're doing it's a lot easier than than what it than what it kind of like sounds like you think oh podcast in the house it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, just a, it's just a conversation that we always have so, <laughs> yeah that's so true it's like, i mean it's, it's, it's best the fact that we're just you know we're recording our conversation and now you're listening to it i know but, um this is every single friday for the past 18 months we've had a debrief and now we're just letting other people listen to our little debrief. So yeah. it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. What about it you? It is a success. So we have been, I think I've got two successes. So uh, the first one is, so with moving home, uh, I've been working for a church for like 18 months, uh, past 12 months. Uh, I was running the coffee shop. So I was in very early every single day. I was like the first one in the building, just like turn the machine on and get everything ready and and one thing that I just wanted to develop in my life was a bit of a rhythm, mm-hmm. uh, a rhythm of prayer, a rhythm of getting up, uh, a rhythm of kind of not doing anything for a couple of hours so that when I sat down to work, I was like ready to go. And I've been doing that because the other concern of working at home is that you're just going to like sleep all morning and start work at 12 o'clock yeah. or something. So uh, I haven't done it. I've been up between 6.30 and 7.30 every oh. day. I mean, you're a parent, so you're up probably much earlier than me, but... I am unmarried, no children, uh, so I it's it's been a quite a success for me. It's been quite yeah, a success. That's good. That's great. And and then the other one, I'll be, you know, the other one, I'm not gonna I'm gonna depersonalize this, but we've had a client for we've been trying to get a client over the line, so like get them as a client for about probably since about May time. We started talking to them in about May, and there's been various twists and turns in the journey with them. But um, yesterday I had a phone call. We agreed terms. We agreed outcomes. It feels super great. Feel really at peace about the contract. Uh, really achievable goals, and I'm just super happy about it. And it's one of those clients where I'm like, I actually believe in them. Like, yeah. like yeah. I really want them to do well. I, yeah. I believe in what they're doing. I believe in them as people. I've known them for a couple of years, so it's um, it feels really great. It feels really good. Yeah, I think that's the, probably the most exciting thing. It's like you know, we only. 
you know, it's when you're when you're starting out as a company, obviously you need clients. The dream yeah, is that yeah. you you just you just work with clients that that you, you like know, that you like <laughs> yeah, that you have like. a connection with that you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I believe in what you're doing. Like you don't want we don't want to be putting stuff out for people that we don't believe in. Exactly. But, yeah, exactly. Um, so it's been it's just been great that even early doors, you know, picking up clients, they've all been clients that were just like, oh, these are these are great people like God. On the whole, really on great. the whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. On the whole. Yeah. So and I think um, we both we both made a decision early on that if we didn't want to work for someone, we weren't going to do it. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, you know, let, when you believe the Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God owns a thousand cattle on a thousand hills, like, you don't need, we're not, we're not picking up the scraps of clients, are we, you know? Yeah. So um, I think it's really nice to have a kind of a piece about deciding not to work with people if you don't think it's going to work or, yeah, like, it's a really good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, and for whatever benefit, whether it's there, whether it's even looking at oh, them, yeah. actually, it might be a better fit for for you to to go down this route and just yeah, you know, oh yeah. Um, we've sat with clients before and gone like, guys, you need someone in house. You don't need us. Like that doesn't. We've yeah. said that a couple of times to people, yeah. which sounds counterproductive when you're an agency because you should be convincing them to give you money. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes you're like, nah. The way these guys people work, they need someone in the office. They don't need us. So yeah, you know, we're yeah. super super happy to do that. We want them. We want everyone to do well, not yeah, not do work with us necessarily. So yeah, you're right. Cool. What's been the challenge? What's been your challenge? Um, I mean, we're now we're now in September. We've had a nice yeah. kind of like August transition rest i was away um for for a time with family um and i think you know my type is the type seven in the enneagram so for those enneagram followers out there like just a, it's a bit scattered it's a bit kind of like you like to keep the schedule open just in case something could pop in and pop out you yeah. don't want to buy yourself in but uh that's not always helpful when you've got well a a wife who's a, a type one which is like the very organized type <laughs> <laughs> And also when you're trying to run a business and, and life and you've got a child and it's like, I need to set some kind of schedule. So I've been starting to, to map that out, what that looks like, where my time's going, you know, working with clients in different time zones. Does uh, this have anything to do with the fact that I showed you my schedule last week? Well, you showed it to me. I'm like, you know what? I have been meaning to do something for a long time. I bought a whiteboard for that very thing. <laughs> but, but I was like, I'll do it on the, I'll do it on the phone. So I, so I've started to like map it out. Like, okay, this is when I go to the gym time. This is when I'll, you know, hobby yeah, yeah. time. This is Come on family time this is you know client time and personal all that different stuff so people that know me this actually will be a surprise to them because i think i come across as a little ad hoc a little spontaneous but i literally live by a schedule like i've got like chill time i used to have shower in my schedule like i don't do i'm not that ott anymore but like my schedule is like i know exactly (laughs) what i'm doing when i'm doing it um i was showing josh last week and he was like I don't do anything like this. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that I've got this far and not done that, I'm like, come on. So what's on. been the challenge? So what's been the challenge? Sticking to the schedule well, or making the schedule? No, the, the, it, the, the challenging part, well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's massively challenging. It's just a case of like, you know, getting into a new routine. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm going to, you know, um, just for now, so I'm going to put, you know, I'm the kind of person who I find something I like to eat. I'll eat the same thing every day. Uh, yeah, last so, week, last week we were in London. Josh was like, I'm, "I'm trying to eat well. I'm trying to eat well." I think he had pizza every single meal. Well, no, Maybe salmon. It was literally a fifty-fifty split oh. between pizza and salmon. Sorry, Maha, Maha. If if you're listening, that's his wife. She 
he did not have pizza for every single meal. I, I'm slightly exaggerating. He did have some salmon, don't worry. Yeah, it was like was salmon every like, breakfast and lunch and then every evening. <laughs> it was like smashing it. Absolutely but, smashing uh, it. But I think, yeah, I think the thing is, it's like, that's what I put. So, so the moment my schedule looks like identical almost every day. Yeah. And, that, and, and I'm sure like next week I'll be like, oh, I'm done with that. I'll switch it around. But at least I've got something. I think it's just get the ball rolling. The challenge has been like, okay, like just get it in there and start to stick to it and like start to train my mind. Like, oh, like switch off right now. Like, it's okay. You can jump back into this later, but like go to the gym now that you've set this time. As yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Because like, sometimes, like, you know, I know in the past I could have just worked solid, you know, when there's work in a week, I can pick it up at nine in the morning and I'm not finished till nine at night and I haven't moved from the chair. I'm like, <laughs> move, like, yeah, yeah, be yeah, healthy, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> so that's been the challenge. I feel like stick to the schedule. Like, you know, you've put these in here to keep, to, to live a healthy life. Yeah. You know, go through it. So that, that, I think that's the, the slight challenge on that. And what I find about a schedule is like, it gives me so much peace because I've got it written down. Like, so at night I'm not lying in bed going through what I need to do in the morning or what I need to do the next day because I've got it in the schedule like my my mind's at peace my soul's at peace like what I need to get done is gonna get done and um, I've always found that if it doesn't go in the schedule it doesn't happen like it really doesn't so um people around me often like have you put it in the schedule I'm like it's in the schedule it's gonna happen so I think for me I probably again I've moved home this week, so it's the first week at home. Uh, first, I, I'm not used to working at home. Uh, when I, I used to live in Liverpool, and when I was uh, when I was freelancing before we we started the business, and I um, I would own coffee shops or co-working spaces because home was just like too distracting. But mum and dad had given me an office, and so as well as a bedroom, which I suit like so like so appreciate and grateful for and so and it's been really good working at home but the problem is is there's a couple of distractions the first is the kitchen is literally the other side of the hall so you know coffee all morning just oh just make myself another aeropress i'm like smashing through my beans i need to get some new coffee beans (laughs) if anyone wants to sponsor digital church toolkit with coffee beans like you can send them in um, you know, send the it journey. In. Digital church sponsor the journey. journey. We honestly, we both would happily take coffee beans as sponsorship. So Matt and a salmon anyway, sponsor. I'll take and salmon. salmon. Josh is smashing the salmon at the moment. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so I think that's been a problem. Like just distractions. And there's you know, and I'm a bit of a politics nerd. We won't talk about it too much, but it's been a little busy week in British politics. So I've been watching the news basically constantly so that's been another distraction and um, and then the other thing is is like what do you prioritize so like we're running a multiple like we're running a business but there's multiple aspects of that business you know the podcast there's this we're trying to build some e-courses we've got clients we're talking to and um, we're trying to start a clothing line but there's so much different things going on it it's always a challenge to go okay i've got 10, 12 hours of work today, and what do I do first? What's the most important thing to do? Um, and when you're your own boss, like you don't have a boss telling you to do that. You know, like I can't, I don't have, and yeah, like you don't have your boss going, oh, you need to do this first. Like that's not the way it works when you're running a business for yeah, yourself. Yeah. So I think, I think that's been, you know, constant, constant challenge. What's the most important thing I need to do today? You know? It's a good question. Yeah. What are you reading? What? What are you reading, bro? Oh, you want me to go? Oh, yeah, you go. 
You go. I'll go. So I'm reading a book at the moment. It's called The Private Lives of the Saints, Power, Passion and Politics in Anglo-Saxon England. And so it is basically a history book about Anglo-Saxon England, but told through the lives of the early saints uh, in the UK. So we're talking about people like Cuthbert uh, and St. Alman, who was the first Christian martyr in England, and a whole bunch of other people like that, because those people are the people that we have the most writings about. So, because it's Anglo-Saxon, like we don't have, there was no social media, there was no newspapers, writings, they're, you know, 1,500 years old, so it's really hard to kind of keep accurate records of them. But the lives of the saints, we do have kind of fairly uh, detailed descriptions of them. So it's kind of about what's happening in Anglo-Saxon England through those lives of those people. And I think a couple of things. One is Christians the challenges they were facing are the same challenges we're facing today. You know, what do we, how do we follow Jesus in a pagan world? Um, and so that's encouraging to me. Like the challenges are not new. <laughs> yeah. Um, they may be called different things. The pagan gods may be called different names, but the challenges are the same. Um, and what, what, how do you, how do we handle influence and power and politics? I mean, I've got a politics degree, so that's my little side obsession. And so um, it's just, I'm loving it. I'm really loving it. And the best thing about it, one of the best things about it is, is it's so different than what I'm doing every day. You know, it's not a business book or marketing book or even really a theology book. And um, you kind of get yourself lost in it. And so I read it before I go to sleep and it kind of empties my mind in a good way. Yeah. And so I'm loving it. It's really great. Yeah. When, what, what time do you, when do you usually read in the day? So I tend to read it at lunchtime as like a little break. It's like a little, little mini Sabbath rest halfway through the day. And then before I go to bed. Nice. What are you reading? Um, so I haven't actually picked it up, um, picked it up this week, but the book that I'm kind of like, well, I mean, multiple books. Always. Month, but, but, um, but the main one at the moment I'm trying to, trying to read through is it's a one um like i call ben, well it's about benito juarez and it's called a builder of a nation and so benito juarez just real quick he's like the the hero of mexico like he was a guy that created their constitution became their president and um for those of you that don't know my wife's from mexico she's actually from oaxaca the state where this guy came from and it's just i've driven through the town where where he was where like where he comes from on the way to the city of oaxaca um, and it's just incredible because like he came from a mountain village town where, you know, he's pure Mexican, um, Indian uh, heritage. And it's just incredible. Like the fact that he went through in a time where it was dominated by Spanish people and people coming from other countries and that, and they took up the offices. I mean, I'm not really a politics kind of guy, but like, you've got me this on this kind of <laughs> thing. Because now it's just an incredible story about how this guy against all the, 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 the odds, if you will, like goes through and just makes, like he didn't have money. He didn't have like the status, the opportunity. Like he was the one that just had, he started at the bottom, but he kind of made it through. So I'm only like a third of the way through the book, but it's just, it's an emotional read, you know? It's like, wow. Yeah, like, come on. What, A, what God can do with one person who just has a, who believes for something. It's just, it's just incredible. So it's just been inspiring to, come on. just to see that for a story. Again, like the people who are the underdogs, the people who don't expect that, they they can do anything. It's like yes, you can. Look, this guy changed his nation. Yeah. Um, and then again, um, I'm, I I live in Philippians four. That's like my my life. Like it's always like that's the verse I, I pick up and pull up. And I'm actually sharing um, 
a little something at church this Sunday evening and one of the the, the verse I'm kind of like kind of like basing that in is in Philippians 4 kind of like whatever's pure whatever's true whatever's good you know think on these things and then God's peace with you um and the thought being kind of it's gonna but the, the, the message will be like who cropped that yeah like oh who cropped that and I remember like when I used to work in a print studio like my old my old boss used to be like he'd, he'd walk into the room and suddenly like you'd feel it you'd feel it he'd walk into the print area and then he'd be like who's printing this who's printing this and, and everyone would be like well, that's me he's like what color is this? I said 75% cyan. <laughs> but, and it's like, it might be like 70, but he just that knew it was a little bit off. He's like, stop it, yeah. reprint it, the right color. So like the question is like, who's cropped that? You know, we yeah, yeah. post things on Instagram at like in a frame. Like we go to a gallery, we look at a picture and it's in a frame. Well, the artist has decided that that's the crop. The artist, like the artist was looking yeah. at it more, like their view was more, there was wider, like the picture of Mona Lisa, like there was more going on around the side of her. But the artist has cropped it to that frame. So we won't, so we'll focus on the one thing that they want us to focus Come on. But we frame our life with words and thoughts that are often negative and we and we can we crop in on an area which which we then turn negative, but actually God, we need to get step back and be like, well, yeah. think about the good things. Think ask God what he's yeah. doing in the situation. Take it up from his perspective where he's got the whole panoramic view. And then you'll start to be like, Oh, oh yeah, this part. Oh, yeah, actually, I can re- let's reframe this. Let's let's crop it up here. Yeah. And start to speak on what God's looking at. Right so, now. what we're going to do, Josh, if we can get the recording of the 10 minute message you're yeah, going to yeah. do Sunday night at church, and we'll drop it in the podcast feed okay, great. for everyone. So, that's great. amazing because I know people listening to this, they need to be they need to be cropping their life the right way. Don't yeah, we yeah. all? Don't we all? Okay. What are you listening to? Are you listening to anything? Um, so, yeah, actually. Uh, last night I started it. I haven't finished it, so it's on my it's on my list of things to hit through today with uh, with my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, I happened to be on the 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 profits and watches Instagram account. I saw a, a picture of TD Jakes just just being awesome. And anyway, the guy in the comment was like, "Oh, you should listen to his message when you know the, the week he was doing this." So I went back and found it on Instagram, and it's called "Grasping the Moment," um, and it's about how the power to change begins with one just begins with you. It's like, you are the one. So believing like you are the one, it's like, and he would pull out his phone and he's kind of saying like, this started with one. One person had an idea of like, oh, we can do this on a phone. Yeah. Someone who created an app, it's like it started with one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this stuff, it's like, it all goes back. It's like, it started with one. God made Adam. It started with one person and everything else came out of that. And it's just like a really powerful like message on like, hey, it starts with stuff with you. Like you don't have to wait for yeah. anything. Like this is... Like you can start, like believe, and like you. Oh, it's just grasping the moment, like because like, the moment's right here. Like we're not waiting for somebody to come bring that to us. Like we go out and just grasp that moment. Um, and he goes on come to say on. how um, was it uh, Jacob grabbing Esau's heel? I can't remember which way around it was, um, but he was grabbing like his heel, and it's like no, 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 this is this is mine kind of thing. Yeah, it's my. I'm going out first kind of thing. It's like come you know, take it like the like you know the, yeah. hit the kingdom by force, and it's just kind of a. It's a really powerful message, a challenging message, one that kind of like is like, oof. Yeah, I, I love the way T.G. Jakes, one, the way he frames things, like the way he thinks. He's just one of those, like, he just thinks differently about different things and he always has a different perspective. But then he is, there is not a preacher like him. Oh, no. It, you know, I could never preach like T.G. Jakes. I wish, I wish, Lord grant me. He is, Lord, yeah, he is a phenomenal communicator. So... My song of the week. There's a new Elevation EP out. It's called At Midnight. Yep. 
but the song of the album that everyone needs to listen to is called Sea of Victory. Uh, it's just one of those worship songs that you know is going to be an anthem. I'm not even, I don't even listen to a lot of worship music these days. Um, I listen to I listen to Drake more than I listen to worship music, but this one I'm listening to, Sea of Victory, it is amazing. It is amazing. I love it. What do you like about it? Um, it just makes you feel great. Like, it, I, 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 what I mean by that is like, you just, they're declaring some truth and I'm like, this is amazing. And it sounds amazing. And you just know it's going to be an anthem. Like it's an absolute anthem. And so um, it's been great. It's been good. Come on. So last question. We're nearly done. What have, What's the biggest thing you've learned this week? Um, oh, that's a great question. You know, what have I learned this week? I mean, I think I think honestly, it's like I'm not just here to to float through life. I mean, it's a, again, it's a thought like I've known. Again, it's one of those thoughts. It's like it just just reiterated. Even like hearing the talk last night, reading through what I'm reading through in the Bible and books. It's like I'm not just here to to feel good, just to be comfortable, to to amass something for my own just comfort, satisfaction, and just float through, just being like, that's good. Like reading this book about the, the guy who started the constitution against all the odds in Mexico, you know, hearing TD Jake's Jake's talk so far about big, like grasping the moment and, and how it begins with one, like even hearing his story of how it started, you know, in a tiny, a small church and like given everything he had for that thing and building it up and whether he has lots or little and, and whatever it started there. And, and it's for more, it's for more than just you, it, you know, realizing life is, Hey, it's not Your just life about, more than it's just about, you. It's not about me and what I can get, what I can do, what I can portray. It's about, it's literally about, like, there's a purpose on my life. Like for, for those of you that are listening, there is a purpose on your life. Yes. And God wants to get it done. And it's like, he's got, he's got plan, multiple plans. He's got multiple ways of how it's going to work out. But there is a purpose on your life. Like you are awake right now. You are listening to this. I am, you know, I'm sitting here awake right now because there is a purpose on my life. Like he hasn't finished. Yeah. Like, come finished on. It. And like, if it's not looking good right now, it's because it's not finished because he works everything together for good. So it hasn't finished. Like, so like, let him do his work. It's, I think that's been the thing. It's like, I'm not just here for my own benefit. I'm not just here to, to make my life great. You know, I, I'm, I'm here for others. I'm here to leave a legacy. Like I want to leave, like I want to leave breadcrumbs. I want to leave breadcrumbs that lead to, lead to something that lead to Jesus. Come, lead, like, um, like a mark. I want, like what if a nation could be changed, you know, not, not for the sake of putting my name in the history books, you know, but for the sake of being like, we like Je Jesus changes everything. Everything changes when he shows up. And like, I believe that like, he shows up all the time and he wants to show up all the time. So it's like, why don't I just live for me when I can live to introduce that? And it's like, it's again, like another challenge of like, oh, I need, there's just, there's, just, there's more. There is there more. There is more. So yeah, that's a, that's been like so, stirring up in me. What about you? I'm pumped. Um, so I have, I think I knew this, but I've been reminded by it again that um, praying in the morning and when I pray in my mornings, I don't just like, um, I don't just go with my like list of prayer lists. Not that that's bad. I do have that in there, but I pray a liturgy. So I have the same thing. I pray every day. Um, I pray the Jesus prayer. I declare a creed. I say the Lord's prayer. And um, I've added something in, which I'm going to read, which is one of the prayers of St. Patrick, which I'm absolutely loving. But I think what I've learned is I am more at peace when I do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, 
And I, I think maybe it's because I'm a eight on the Enneagram. Peace is often the thing I'm fighting for. Like it's often the thing that uh, when I've got it, I, I'm in my kind of best state. And when I don't have it, I'm, I go all kinds of crazy. And so I've just learned that when I'm, when I'm, when I pray in the mornings, I live at peace. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually going to read this. I'm loving this. And it's one of the prayers of St. Patrick. I bind unto myself this day the strong name of the Trinity by invocation of the same, the three in one and one in three, of whom all nature heath creates, eternal Father, Spirit, Word. Praise to the Lord of my salvation. Salvation is of Christ the Lord. I bind unto myself this day forever by the power of faith. Christ's incarnation, his baptism in the river Jordan, his death on the cross for my salvation, his bursting forth from the spice tomb, his riding up the heavenly way, his coming at the day of doom, I bind unto myself today. I bind unto myself today the virtues of the starlit heaven, the glorious sun giving ray, the whiteness of the moon at even. The flashings of lightning free, the swirling winds of torrentous shock, the stable earth, the deep salt sea around the eternal rock. I bind unto myself today the power of God to hold and lead, his eye to watch, his might to stay, his ear to heathen to my meat, the wisdom of my God to teach, his hand to guide, his shield to ward, the word of God to give me speech, his heavenly host be my God. Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in the heart of all that love me, Christ in the mouth of friend and stranger. I bind unto myself this day the strong name of the Trinity by invocation of the same the three in one and one in three, of whom all nature heath create, eternal Father, Spirit, Word. Praise to the Lord of my salvation. Salvation is of Christ the Lord. Ooh. Ooh. That one's soaked. That one's soaking. And uh, so that is what I've learned this week. Come on, I'm ready to get ordained. Let's do it, bro. Come on. So... We have been Josh and Peter, and uh, this has been week one of Digital Church Toolkit, The Journey. The Journey. We just want to tell you about a few things. If you go on to digitalchurchtoolkit.com, you can sign up to our mailing list, and you get a free ebook called Why Your Church Should Be on Social Media. And starting the next couple of weeks, we're going to start sending out Motivational Mondays, the email that makes your Mondays better. And so uh, you want to go and get a hold of that. And um, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next yeah. week. Yeah, we're going to be here. We're this here. Is this us is us now. Like, once a we're week. Here. We're going to drop a few things in. We'll drop Josh's message in the feed on the podcast. Yeah. And... Um, Provided I can say, get hold of it. If I can get hold of it, we'll put it in. If well, yeah, not, if we can do it, we'll, we'll try. We'll try our hardest. Is there anything? Is there anything you want? Anything else you want to say, Josh? Final thought. Um, I mean, we'll put the question in the description. I think this is the final thought, just so you can ask them yourself. I think these are these are some solid questions. You know, the biggest success of the week, the biggest challenge. What am I reading? What am I listening to? What I learn? And you can look back and be like, whoa, what's actually formed yeah. me this week? 
Because they're formation questions. They're Come questions on. that you look back and you kind of go, oh, I've just had a week. And if you can kind of like answer those questions, you can literally look at like, okay, what's influenced my week? Because the, they're, they're questions that are the most influencing things. So if you can kind of ask them to yourself and you start to go through that every week, you'll start to see just where you want to direct your life and how it's so informed. I actually... It's really interesting you talk about days of forming questions. How I formed, particularly the first two, is from something called the exam, which was um, developed by a guy called Ignatius. And um, it's a way of prayer to examine your day and to work out what's formed you during the day and then let God in on what's formed you. And uh, that's one of the ways that I helped develop the questions we were going to ask ourselves during this podcast. So there we go. Guys, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. We'll be back next week and um, have a great week. Yep, have a great week. See you guys. Be blessed.